time, no chat, everybody. I hope everyone's doing okay. Nobody um, cares. Nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> nobody ever did care. A few of them did care, and I would like to thank Maybe. them that reached out to me uh, and checked in and, and was asking, axing, uh, how I was doing. Um, I got really, really ill, like really, really, really sick. The illest. Uh, I, <laughs> I thought it was uh, salmonella poisoning. Um, he was wrong. I was wrong. It turned out to be the Norwalk virus or the rotavirus or whatever the stuff. They call it the stomach flu, but there's no such thing as stomach influenza. It's um, it's a viral infection that gets into your stomach uh, via um, other people like touching themselves, like you know, just like you would transmit anything else. But it's I, I it was like the worst abdominal pain I've experienced in probably 13 years. And I and I know that people say, well, why 13 years? Because I remember these events. I remember them like sports. Okay, I remember, <laughs> ask me what the Rangers. The, the pain left mental <laughs> scars that never go away. It altered your DNA, man. If you had kids now, they'd be all fucked up. One, <laughs> and there's a good chance he's pretty messed up himself, but for different reasons. No, it's a generational thing. Like all of society just kind of dropped the ball. Perhaps I think that that might be true, but I did. There was several that reached out. Uh, the patrons did reach out to me and ask me if I was doing okay and the well wishes and stuff. And I'm genuinely uh, grateful for that. Of course, everybody here on the show reached out to say hi, and it was bad. Like I, I had a fever. It was disgusting. It was like to the, to the point where like. I walk between 10 to 12,000 steps a day. That could be a lot or a little, depending on what you do. And mind you, I have an office job and I still manage because I, I get to take my dog out and we walk a lot and stuff. Like I, I still make time to, to get out there and do my thing, at least for my, for my, for my four-legged friend. And um, I was down to 1,000 steps in a day where like just the smallest effort was like, like that was just going back and forth from bed to the toilet <laughs> exactly and like it took the life out of you like i couldn't believe how fatigued i was you know just from being sick you know what i mean and it just to the point where like i was i didn't want you don't even want to think about food right you don't even want the idea you know what's happening on the other end like it's a time bomb yeah exactly so by Sunday, I was feeling about 85%. And now, thank goodness, we're back and back back in the saddle, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so, yeah, that was good. A lot has happened recently that really hasn't seemed to make a difference. I heard that uh, Hunter Biden has pictures of him. <laughs> I think it was, was it Brian that sent it in the group chat? Like all, of, all the 4chan stuff? Yeah, where he was having, he was screwing a whore and took pictures of it. <laughs> like, sent him to his dad and shit. Like. Yeah, like sending pictures to his father, the president of the United States, of him doing the sex with a whore. And my question remains the same. Why feel the need to take photographs? Like, was she that amazing of a whore? You know what I mean? Was it like visiting the Leaning Tower of Pisa where you may or may not ever see it again? Therefore, let's take a picture of it and document it to look back with fondness. Hey, I remember this whore. She was amazing. I haven't had another whore since her. That's why I had to document Ooh. this particular uh, sexual encounter with this. Well, I mean, if he's sending them to his dad, like he probably doesn't remember any of them. So he's got to keep doing no. it over and over and over and over again. 
Yeah, I don't I don't understand what that was all about. There's pictures of him weighing crack. Is that is that accurate too? Like there's pictures of crack on the scale. Yeah, I guess they got into like his entire iCloud stuff. So it's like all the archived messages, conversations, whatever. Yeah. And it's like it's real weird, like not good. And it's like four hundred and fifty-two gigabytes of data, which kind of makes it like I think I feel like that lends a little credibility to to it. Because, like, who's going to, like, you know how much work it would take to just make a bunch of fucking fake fucking data, like 452 <laughs> gigabytes worth of fake iCloud data? Like, who's going to go through that effort? <laughs> yeah. Aside, I, for, aside from the CIA, and they're on the president's side. So. Like, but what I want to know, though, is, like, it's because it's hard sometimes to realize, like, I don't know, the the borders of your own bubble, but like, are there people out there that like, don't believe he's a crackhead and like does all of this whack shit. Like, are there people oh, out yeah. here? Like, I, I can't, I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It blows my mind. Like, I don't know how. I don't you know. can deny it. I don't know. Maybe the cognitive dissonance just makes them feel uncomfortable. That's so. part of it. <laughs> I, th- I think uh... it's gotta be nice. Right. Yeah, I, I, it has to be one. Speaking of nice, uh, nice. We'll, we'll come back to that. Nice. Uh, we'll come back to that. Hunter Biden and the whores. And, um, the whores. I mean, Hunter's whores. I mean, seriously, it's it's not that big of a deal if you're paying for these whores to come and make sex to you. I, I, I don't care. Come and make sex. To but you. seriously, <laughs> why would you photograph it and then send it to your elderly father? I mean, my father would probably, first of all, he probably wouldn't even understand what's happening. You're, <laughs> you're probably like, who is this? You guys fighting? Why is you giving up your back? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you guys fighting <laughs> up your back? That's funny. That's funny. No, my father's 90, and he wouldn't have any clue as to what, he'd be like, why is this being sent to me? He can't even do PDF. I want to know what life looks like to him, you know? Like, what? it's got to be, my huh? Joe Biden or my dad? Oh, your dad. Like, anybody that age, that you know what I mean? Like, it's, because, I mean, I don't know, stuff's already, like, can't, like right. there's there's technology already that's popping up and i'm like all right i i'm just old as shit i'm not gonna get this i'm never gonna dabble into this like what what does it look like to him you well, know let me let me explain something to you so fortunately i was feeling better after this illness that i endured last week which apologies for not being able to record last week guys oh you're fine man sorry about that sorry to our uh to the listeners and the patrons i know that i'm behind on the patreon i got to catch up on that so i'm sorry i'm trying to get caught up at work too at the same time but i had to take two additional uh, days off this week uh because my father who again is 90 had a pacemaker installed up at the clinic oh, shit. um back in the day when we were growing up and i'm i think that angel and christopher can attest to this i mean brian you've grown up in pretty much an age of real medical like i i don't know genius i guess like it's gotten like same like less invasive let's put it that way oh yeah you know because back in the day having a pacemaker installed they put you under like there was you you went under you telling me they didn't put them under to put a fucking pacemaker in they gave him twilight and they did two incisions on the shoulder and went in he he came home that day what that's fucking wild does it have the defibrillator in it too or is it just the, just uh, the pacemaker just the pacemaker because the man that's fucking insane beats per minute were 40. 40 yeah that's that's like ventricular that's not 
and and the thing is is like dad was always tired and mind you my father is like razor thin all he eats is danish butter cookies the crappy ones <laughs> the ones that come in like the sewing kit box thing yes <laughs> this is great so just to give you an idea and those of you that have already that met him and know him i know that brian has met him uh angel obviously knows him pretty well uh but uh like he's a very thin man he's very active right like he shoots mm-hmm. he paints he travels um he's he's always at it like he does a lot of stuff for a 90 year old man there are some 60 year olds that are in wheelchairs he fights the pain with his mind by the way he, yeah he like, told her that like this i fight the pain with my yeah he won't take any like he won't take any kind of painkillers or anything is like it possible to learn this skill uh not from a jedi um <laughs> But no, seriously. So this is what happened. So we, they, they're like, you have to have this pacemaker installed and um, you're going to get a better quality of life. You won't be as tired because you're actually going to have the energy. He's, he's going to be too powerful. <laughs> he's going to kick your Unlimited ass. Jay. Power. He's going to be like, I'll show you how to fight these women, Jay. <laughs> That's really good. No, so what happened was we get there, and by the way, the Cleveland Clinic is probably the best cardiac hospital in on on the North American continent, arguably in the world. The Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia comes here with his entourage and hangs out and rents a floor to have work done. So clearly, <laughs> they know what's happening, right? So he gets there. We, I get him there. I drive him all the way up. They got valet parking, like it's wild. We get out walk him in there and um we, we we wait for the doctor the doctor comes out like okay this is what's gonna happen you're gonna come back and give you your clothes and stuff i see sit like i sit down i start to read and then i go down to this panera which i i, I bought my mother uh, breakfast or lunch or whatever they were only serving lunch it was eleven dollars for a sandwich and an apple mm-hmm. oh yeah that's like pre-inflation prices too they probably haven't even jacked their shit up yet for a chicken sandwich, it was eleven dollars, and this yeah, is, and it probably wasn't even good. <laughs> sandwich I get at KFC, none of them are good, as good. I can tell you that with high confidence. So, I go down there, and you know, I I got a bagel because I'm like I'm I'm not I'm not giving into this. This is not happening to me. <laughs> I'm gonna get a, a cup and some iced tea, and I drank unsweetened iced tea just to be angry, just sucking down this iced tea with this this bagel. Go back upstairs. I can taste it. <laughs> it was it was um an everything bagel. So yeah, there you go. So I went up there and I'm I sat back down in the chair and the doctor comes back about an hour later and he's like, "Okay, you're um he goes uh, he goes your dad's good. Uh everything went perfectly. Um he had told me before the surgery that he was going home today." An hour? Yeah. And I came back in an hour, I'd be like, "Oh my god, he's dead." Like, what the fuck? That's so fucking fast it's it's wild so he's like your he's like your father already told me that he's leaving today and he, <laughs> what a fucking hard ass he might no he here's the best part so his blood pressure is an issue and anytime he's inconvenienced at all i don't know where i get it from <laughs> his blood pressure once was gets towards 200 okay which is stroke level like he yeah Yes. Well, what like did he? Does he take meds for it? He does now he does now, but you couldn't take any leading up to this appointment, right? Right. So they're keeping him for observation to make sure. So like you can only go one person at a time. You got to wear a mask the whole time. It's this big cult that they have up there, which is whatever. It, it's, and he can't hear, by the way. And he can't hear. With, oh, that's right. Like I have to act as an interpreter for my father to the nurse, 
And this guy, I couldn't tell where the accent was from. He was either from Ghana or Nigeria. But uh, he, the guy comes in. I'm standing there. And the guy comes in. And I'm going to do his accent. It's basically like, sir, can you tell me your name? And my, my father's like looking up at him. And, he, and the guy goes, your name? And my father looks at me and goes, okay, thank you. <laughs> I want his name. Give me his name. <laughs> just fucking just like, like looked at him as a matter of fact. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's what I do when I can't hear people. People probably think I'm retarded. Like, it's like, ah, like, four times? I'm not asking again. I got pride. Like, oh, I, I agree. Do three, three, and that's it. I got pride. <laughs> 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 yep, you too. Yeah. <laughs> you could have called cool. me a bitch or whatever. Like, if it, <laughs> yes, thank you. Yes, okay, thank you. So, um, the whole issue <laughs> is blood pressure. And then my mother and I had to switch out to hang out with him. And then he started getting very, uh, very belligerent. Like toward the staff, like oh, no the machines making noise because his blood pressure goes up. Yeah, you got to turn the alarm off like every five fucking minutes on it. It's like ding, 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 ding. He goes, you you have to go in there. I, I can't. my mother's from New York. I was from the Bronx. So she, you you have to go in there. Your father is being belligerent. He's demanding his clothes. He said <laughs> he's not clothed yet. No, like he's still wearing the gown. Yeah. Mind you, after he got into a car accident, uh, was it over a year ago, he refused to change out of jeans. He was like, no, I'm not putting on a hospital gown. Like, I'm leaving this place at some point. I'm not staying here. So he's crazy. And I don't blame him because when I die, I'm going to die in my house. I'm not dying in that shit. (laughs) Yeah, good for him. So I I was like, all right, I'll go talk to him. (laughs) For those of you who don't have elderly parents, and by the way, my mother's 74 and my father's 90. So I'm talking, my parents are on the high end of the elderly scale, especially dad. I had to talk, like, it it does me no, it makes me not, I don't feel good about this, but I had to talk to him like he was a kid. I said, listen, I said, if you keep acting like this, they're never going to let you out of here. You will stay here until they let you leave. So until you get your act together, I said, I told him, I go, get a grip. I said, start relaxing with that blood pressure. That's never going to go down. And he was like, I want to leave. And I'm like, you can't leave yet. Okay. They don't want you to have a stroke in the parking lot. So you got to calm down. And he just sat there like, like I was talking to a child. (laughs) If there is a God, please pray to that God that I die before any of this shit happens. I'm dead. I don't want, cause if my kid comes at me like that, I don't care if I'm a quadriplegic. I'll die. <laughs> I'm telling you, I will bite him in, on the neck. Like I will, I will, I will attack him with my teeth. I don't <gasps> that, that that dump. And by the way, Cleveland Clinic isn't a dump, but it's very, very like when you're sitting in a recovery room with 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 you know your your patient that you're with. God, is it lonely with all that white paint? Oh yeah, and and I felt bad for people who were there by themselves. Like there's just nobody to sit with them and you know, tell them to calm down or what have you. But finally, any the, all, nobody to berate them. <laughs> I did not feel good about it, but he was acting like a little kid. Like he was like demand, like he was getting hostile towards everybody. Cause he was like, I need to leave. And the reason why my blood pressure is up is because I'm here. And I'm like, that makes two of us. However, right, yeah, like positive feedback loop, man, you got to get him out of there. It might give him a stroke, you know, like I'm kidding. then you take him back in and then it's like, what do you do? So fair play to the uh, to the Cleveland Clinic. They did do a fantastic job. Like 
I was blown away how fast it was done. And they do it like an assembly line. Like oh, I bet. Oh, there are so it's many a fucking pit crew at that point. An hour? Holy shit. Amazing. Amazing work. How how fascinating, how fortunate to live in this part of uh, the Northeast Ohio Soviet where you're close to some of this world-class care if you need it. I'm not going to need it because I'm going to die before I go into that building ever again. Like that, I'm not, I don't need <laughs> It's too expensive. Then they poke you, and then they're like, you know, my favorite is I know, but they're telling me like, well, you know, you could lose some weight. You know what? <laughs> coming. I know that's what's coming. That's the first. You gotta have fun with it, though. You know, like. I mean, at my expense, sure. Why not? <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, you know, you could, you know, lose some teeth by punching you in the mouth. But here we are. And by the way, Brian sent me a video, and I was so disturbed I had to tell. Oh him. shit! Was it the street fight one? This man sent me a video. Ladies and gentlemen. I, I couldn't fucking believe it. It's like, what do you do? Ladies and gentlemen, if a man has a knife and you don't have anything and the guy with the knife leaves, don't chase after him. Don't, it's not worth it. This son of a bitch comes. First of all, you could tell they don't know how to fight. Because what do you do when you're going to fight somebody? You put your hands up. First of all, to protect your knockout points, right? To protect your face, your rib cage, all that. This dude sticks his face out like this. Guy shanks him right in the knee. Dude, neck. I didn't even fucking see it the first time. Like, he fucking, it literally just looked like he took a swing at his face. And then the camera pans away. And this dude's just standing there like this. Like, he's waiting, like he's waiting for the fucking bus. Just like, oh, like standing straight up. And then you just see, like, red all around his feet and he's like it's just like oh like oh and then it just falls over like it's unfucking believable like but like he it, with his face and the guy with the knife had already walked away and put away the weapon and these goofballs uh, pursued him and the dude and i and i thought the same thing i thought that he hit wow. him with a punch with a cross it was so it was that fucking fast thank that son of a bitch right into his neck and like he said like he had a hand on his hip and he was holding his neck like this, and then you see the blood, and then he falls like a sack of potatoes to the ground, de dead. And, uh, yeah, like, and that was that was like one of the wildest. Like, I wish they could have shown us shit like that in school because they're like, hey, like that, that, like all the time they tell you, like, hey, there's going to be a lot of a lot of cases where it's like you're not going to be able to do anything. Like, it's shitty, but like you're not going to be able to do anything. But that's like textbook. It's like. It, Nobody even has their fucking phone out yet. And this guy's dead. Like there's no, there's nothing you can do. Oh, I was hoping that uh, Angel's boy, she's a big fan of John Korea, active self-protection. He's got to do something about this to tell people, listen, if you've got nothing and a guy has a knife and puts the knife away, the fight, there's no need. There's no need for you to no. be a tough guy. Like maybe it's because I'm 42 and I, and I'm not interested in this. Plus I may or may not have something else, but I'm definitely not going to engage. Like I'm more, I'm, I'm happy to walk away. You're like, whatever, dude. Like, I'm leaving. Like, I'm going to go have ice cream. Like, I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go home. Like, I don't want this shit. I'm tired. Yeah. Like, I, like, what? You're going to, what are you going to take from me? Like, I'm I'm broke. Like, what? What are you going to fucking. <laughs> <For> real. <laughs> like, Amazing. Like, you're going to kill me over no money. Like, <laughs> you're fucking stupid, guy. Stupid. So, and, and it was a tra it was a tragic, uh, loss of life you know uh that, that that you know it's just a complete waste of time just complete waste of time um so yeah thanks to brian for that so what else has been going on everybody how is everybody doing um 
I know that we missed quite a bit, at least, you know, in the last couple. I mean, I, I forget. I know that I had notes for last week. Yeah, so much shit happened so fast because, like, we the whole Roe v. Wade shit was that was weeks ago already, right? Like, that was weeks ago. And then there was something after that, right? <laughs> like, I don't, there's oh what about the Uvalde shit they're like slowly releasing frames of security footage and they're like we've edited out the sounds of screaming children in this shot and like the cops are all on their fucking phone and like dude I don't like it doesn't look good no like it's <laughs> like, uh, uh, the <laughs> one of the, the the cops had the like the screensaver was the Punisher yeah there's oh, something yeah. like that it's not surprising like it's Remember in the corner, one of the videos said uh, they muted the screams of the children. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is um, not good. Not not good at all. So no wonder they fought the investigation like hell. I do know that things are about to get very spicy for Republicans and the electorate in general because. What is this about? To, is it another? This is the most important election ever thing. Like... You already know that it is. You already know. <laughs> I've been hearing about it my entire life. Now, this is the exciting part. First of all, uh, King DeSantis is definitely going to run for president. If he if he's smart, he would. Okay, because 18 percent of people want Joe to run for office. There was apparently some debacle today. 18 percent. 18 percent want him to run again for president. I mean, out of everybody, like even the people that were all about him. I believe so. I I, <laughs> I want to meet the 18 percent and be like, what is it exactly that you think he's like he's doing good who answers polls like i've never answered a poll in my life if i didn't have to so like i want to know how many people are actually you know what i mean like and how if they're being honest because they call me like fuck you i'm hanging up like i don't have time for this shit go fuck yourself like no i I don't know either uh i don't i know quinnipiac does a bunch like that's they're kind of like their their shtick that's what they do uh real clear politics does polling i'm not sure where they get their samples from um, I'm not 100% sure, and I don't know who participates, so that's a good question. But DeSantis, like I said, if he's smart, I, I mean, you could put a turkey sandwich up there right now and probably beat this guy in the electoral <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding. Like, it's that bad with this man. And here's the part, and I want to run. It doesn't even have to be a good turkey sandwich. It could be a fucking dry as hell. It could be a Panera Hospital turkey sandwich. <laughs> right, with no sauce, no cheese. Dry ass chicken, <laughs> o- over overly fucking cooked bread, and it would still beat out Joe Biden. Definitely, I mean, I can't wait for the Nick Cage movie where he's like, "I'm gonna eat the president." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's funny. Uh, no, what uh, what's happening here is so DeSantis, who, like I said, you could run anybody against this man, is gonna make a move, and I saw that Gavin Tusum Newsom. Um, Kimberly Guilfoyle, Trump's ex-husband, because you know it, she's uh, you know she's a classy lady. She fucks her way to the top. Uh, this man is running ads in Florida about trying to imagine trying to lure Floridians from Florida to California. Now <laughs> that plan actually might work. Go on. Uh, the Florida man. The Florida man, the Florida man, like the Florida man is king of his castle. Yeah. But then you tell him you you give him a story and you kind of spin it. He'll believe it enough and he'll fucking go to California. And then I feel like all that shit happens in California, California, Florida, man. 
I th- California, Florida. Yeah, you know what It'll though? Happen. I just see this is my problem. I'm thinking from the middle class perspective. You're living down in Florida where you have very low taxes, right? There's no the the gun laws are not even on the same planet. They might as well not be in the same galaxy, right? Low taxes, hardly any of the gun garbage uh, from the Communist Party, right? True. It's, I didn't think about it from that side. I was just thinking about the stupidity how side. About, how about the cost of living? I'm sure in Florida it's higher than a lot of places, but it's not, not as California. high as California. And you're going to try to lure people from DeSantistan over to your communist crap hole. And I saw pictures. Th- this, And I'm not being funny either. I saw a video of kids going to school. They have their little backpacks on and stuff in San Francisco walking past people shooting fentanyl in the street. Like, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I, you, I forget ideology. That's that, in school. That shouldn't happen. Like, you shouldn't be shooting dope next to kids. Uh, I, I don't know what's happening here. That That's not okay. Like, that's that's not okay. There's video of guys doing heroin on the SEPTA in Philly, which doesn't surprise me, by the way. If you've <laughs> oh, been to Philadelphia, it is a dump. I mean, I was honestly really surprised. Like I never, I went there once and it was like, holy shit. Like I didn't even think about it and it was just terrible. The toilet. like it, and it gets hot as fuck there, dude. Like I couldn't imagine. Oh no. Forget it. In the row housing without any air conditioning. I'll just, I'd, I'd jump off a bridge. Like I have enough of that. Thank you. So yeah. So getting back to this. So DeSantis is going to run. We're pretty sure. Joe Biden has given no indication that he is not giving up the goose, that he is definitely going to stay with it. Comrade Trump is back in the mix, and he's going to run for president. Can oh, my God. You believe what's going to happen in this country? I, I can. I, I can. I can. It is going to be amazing. I cannot wait for this. Some people love to watch soap operas. The debate, I want to see uh, uh, Jose, uh, Jose Bidano up there <laughs> with Comrade Trump debating why inflation is the highest of 40 years. And that's the other thing I want to get to. When you voted for people, and this includes myself, did, did you ever meet anybody or yourself, include yourself in this pool, where you could admit that you're either your party that you supported or the individual you voted for got it wrong? Because I never see that from anybody. I see people double down. They did it with Bush. They did it with Obama. They've done it with Trump. And there's people who still insist this is the greatest economy uh, that's that that we've had in ages. That we're on the rebound. And meanwhile, there's that's the other thing too. That I can't fucking like. Have, uh. I mean, have you ever met anybody who's like, you know, something the can like the candidate I voted for completely got it wrong, completely got it wrong. Or the people are like, you know something, our party's going the wrong way. I think their guy sucks too, but like, we're crazy. The only know? place I've seen it is like the Biden voters posting their L's online, like that Twitter handle. That's like the only place. And it's kind of awesome. Like all the, if you've never checked it out, you no, should definitely check it out. I haven't. I'll, I'll, I will have to check it out. I honestly, I haven't got, I've, I've definitely been off of Twitter a lot more than I used to be. Uh, simply because- it's, it's probably better for you. Like it doesn't do it like. It, did, it used to do something for me, but now I'll sit there and I'll be like, nope, it's not. It's well, not I need to find something new. <laughs> here's the thing. I'm starting to see people like actually go to become fascists. Like I see pictures of Benito Mussolini. Like I see people advocating for things that I that I, I personally cannot 
agree there with. was there was a thing i swear i saw like last week and it was talking about how slavery was only outlawed in uh shit which country was it that Mussolini? like they God damn it! It was in Africa. I can't. Re- I can't remember the country. I, my short-term memory's been shit lately. I fucking hate it. But uh, yeah, it was like this country had literally had slavery until 1938 when Benito Mussolini overtook control, and it was like a literal fascist had to come into their country and end slavery. But ah, fuck, I can't remember what country. It was Abyssinia. It was Abyssinia or Ethiopia. One Ethiopia. The- it was Ethiopia. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I didn't even know that. I mean, I like I people could say anything on the internet anymore, and I'd be like, "Yeah, that's crazy." Like, I don't even know. Even if I learned the exact opposite of that in school, and who like I was listening to a fucking podcast. Uh, it was the Lex Friedman one with he had like the guy that defected from the KGB. That was a good on, one. Yeah, it was a good one, and he's talking about like, "Oh yeah, that shit about J Edgar Hoover being a crossdresser." Like, yep, yeah, KGB made that up, and I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> god damn i've said that so many times but like yeah that's so like that who knows he could just be making that up well i'll never know we'll never know but by the way to be fair though like if you think about it palpatine and vader ended slavery in the uh in the galaxy so i you know so, you know i mean what are we gonna do we're gonna count some w's and a lot of l's but there's some some di- when everyone's a slave there are no slaves. When I get on there and I see people that like, and, and it doesn't matter who is, uh, I'm sure that some of you already know, like when I see things that are, you know, people are advocating literally for uh, like Mussolini style fascism. Like, I'm like, you know what? I'm not so sure that I'm in the right place. Like, I'm not sure I'm in the right group. Like, that. But where is there to go, Jay? Where do we go? This is the greatest country on earth. Come on. I, I do <laughs> believe that. I, that I do believe, and it's not because of our institutions or anything like that. It's because of the genius of the people and, you know, our shared struggle and all that good stuff. That I do agree with. This is a great place to be. I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. That's why I'm still here. That's why I will remain here. Uh, but when people are advocating for a system of... Uh, of government that is, you know, I guess uh, threatens my existence. I, I more than already. More than yeah, more so than already. Right now, I mean, they're really not bothering me. They're robbing me, but they're not actively trying to load me into a camp yet. Um, this isn't, <laughs> you know, COVID camps. By the way, they're trying to bring that back now. They're starting to get ramped up. They said get ready for a big winter surge and for lockdowns and stuff to happen again. Why? because of politics uh, did they did they fuck it up this one's going to be the winter of death and whatever what was the other adjective or noun they said to suffering what what was it sickness illness death whatever a dark winter yeah that of that and all death of and illness this new one of evades all of the uh mitigating um factors put into place such as vaccines and boosts so all you could boost your ass all day long this new thing is going to eat you anyway. So what, I thought that was already the case, though. It is, but you know. <laughs> now they're just openly admitting it, and they're blaming it on the the different strains. Um, yep. You know, the new the new virus or the new the new mutation or variant or whatever yeah. word they're using to describe it. Now they're saying, "Oh, well, you know, the the vaccines and the boost, it's not going to help with this one." Well, it never helped really. Maybe it did. I don't know. I'm not a vaccine scientist. 
maybe it did. Maybe. I'm gonna doubt the efficacy. Of- it's weird too. Like, there's no. I mean, I I drive around like multiple different cities every day for work now, and it's like I don't see it. Like nobody gives a shit. No, like there, I might see like two people a week that like wear a mask. And I mean, I don't go into hospitals or anything anymore. I'm sure they all fucking have to do it, but it's like, nobody's doing it. Nobody talks about it. Like I hear shit on the radio. They're like, oh yeah, like post pandemic. And I'm like, oh, we're post now. Like where it's over. Like just so like, I mean, I, who cares? But, honest, like when it first happened, like I literally thought because there was videos from, you know, that was c- coming out of New York of like people in body bags, like coming out of the hospital being put in like you know freezer trucks. oh yeah they had the trucks yeah that freaked me out i'll be honest when i first saw that when everything first happened i was what it was supposed to do yeah i was a little scared i'm like okay am i gonna die like what is this right and then i started looking you know what the coronavirus is online and and things like that and i'm like okay so like i kind of calmed down a little bit like from the first like initial like i'm kind of scared and then I kind of like thought about it. And then as time went on, you know, and I, this is like maybe a month, a month and a half, I was like, I'm kind of over this. No, like, I felt, I felt that 100%. And it was like, when we were going to New York to go work, I was like, oh, fuck, like, are we gonna like come back? Like, it was like, we, it was weird. It was probably like one of the only times other than like getting stranded in Canada where I was like, oh, it's like things aren't like, I mean, things are never guaranteed. But it's like, oh, like you're really kind of like pushing the line here. Like you could have just said no and you would have avoided this entire thing. And it's like, I hope I don't pay for that later. But then I came home and like as more time went on, I'm like, man, I feel kind of stupid now because it was like everybody thought they were going like, I mean, I don't know. For some people, it was really shitty, I'm sure. And it's like there were definitely shitty aspects about it, but I don't think it was nearly as bad as like, like we were like nervous or at least I was. I might just be projecting, but it was like fucking it was spooky it was spooky i'll give you that and i know that we had numbers on here from a long time ago in fact they're in front of me right now because as you can see i am a a avid note taker um not so much anymore because i really don't care anymore to document all of this stuff uh but back uh this is uh back in the day for what we thought was going to be the final totals for the career you want to get embarrassed i'm not embarrassed because who cares there's four <laughs> four people that listen. Who gives a shit? Um, from this is from episode two of the Use Guys in That podcast. Wow! Yeah, this is a long time ago. This is pushing three years. Um, Angel guessed twenty five people would die. I... <laughs> Was that sarcastic? No, no, because okay. you know, when they first started talking about it, I'm I like, couldn't remember how many people had already. Yeah. Yeah. No, this was like pre it being in the u.s or just maybe trickling into the u.s and i'm like no we got good health care here like china there's so many people <laughs> right like i was like kind of breaking it down that way in my head and i'm like maybe 25 well here's the reason too know. also is like if you remember that <laughs> ebola i was genuinely scared of ebola as a kid they came out with a book when uh, christopher and i were younger i think that uh, angel it was called outbreak Mm-hmm. Um, and they made a movie about it, or it's called The Hot Zone. And they made a movie called Outbreak, and Dustin Hoffman was in it, or what have you. It was based on the Ebola virus. I mean, the liquefaction of your organs and stuff like that. But then leaking out of your orifices. Yeah, no good. So it showed. Who camp? They told us it fucking ruined the world. Like I, I thought, like so many people were dead because we had no access to news or anything. Oh, wow. 
They're yeah. like, yeah, they'd be like, where are you from? And I'd be like, oh, like Cleveland, round it up. And they're like, oh, yeah, like everybody's fucking dead. <laughs> and then just go walk away. And I feel no, it's just no. like, ah. <laughs> like, I haven't gotten a letter from my family in like a week. Like, oh, shit. Like, there was a guy or a gal or somebody went into David's bridal in Akron. And then they stuck him in a hospital here. And then he got better. Like nothing happened. So like oh, okay. you get Ebola in West Africa, you're going to die. You're going to die because you go to a hospital in West Africa, like in Burkina Faso or any of these other countries, Sierra Leone, no disrespect, you're probably going to get sick just from them treating you because they probably don't have, you know, the clean theaters for, for you know, uh, the, uh, the, the sterile theaters for any kind of surgical procedure, medical procedure. It's just it's an unfortunate fact. That- it blows my mind, like working. So, like, that was like the first major career I had was like in that kind of environment. And now it's like warehouses and shit and it's like oh my god like how everything's filthy how the fuck do they get that shit so clean you know like it blows my mind it's like it i don't know how anybody does anything i don't know how they do anything either <laughs> like it's it seems like it should literally not be possible fair enough so rand randy who is now brian because at the time he was an employee of uncle sugar um so we had to protect his identity uh he guessed 200 deaths 200. really yeah, That's you, all I said? Holy shit. And uh, rounding up the top, I, I I thought I was being very liberal with my cho- with my choice. <laughs> yeah, you said some high fucking shit. Dude. I said at least 1,262 people are going to. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nobody gets it right. Nobody knows. It's what okay. did Chris say? This was pre-Chris. This was before Christopher joined uh, the, the Four oh, Horsemen of the okay. Apocalypse here. So. This was in uh, early BC. <laughs> BC, before Chris. Uh, BC. So, yeah, this was right after we did an episode of uh, episode two was FU Friday. It had more Bigfoot in it. So go back and listen to those. And then my, one of my favorite episodes that we ever did was Angel and myself did episode three, which is a tribute to revolutionary women for a belated International Women's Day, which continues to be one of my favorite episodes we put together because there were some really awesome uh, women on there, such as Emma Goldman and Kate Sharpley. Um, just really cool stuff, like Lucy Parsons, genuinely uh, awesome ladies that probably have more courage in their pinky than a lot of the people <laughs> running around with pink pussy hats now, uh, pretending like they're revolutionaries. Speaking of revolutionaries, so I, I posted this on the family Facebook, because uh, I was a little upset. I normally don't do this. You can ask Christopher. I don't. I don't. I don't behave like that. I've toned it down. I, I get. I'm, I'm okay. You behave yourself. I behave myself. But Rage Against the Machine is coming to Cleveland. Oh fuck! I saw this. Okay, Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> and uh, I was like, you know something? What are the ticket prices for Rage Against the Machine that they're clearly a part of, as Christopher has said? Uh, <laughs> Now, mind you, it was, I think, what did I say? $149 for the cheapest seat. Something like that. At the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, formerly known as the Q, formerly known as Gundarina. Holy shit, I haven't heard that. You just fucking activated some sleeper cell shit in my brain. Oh, my God. That was like elementary school. (laughs) Oh, my God. Thanks. Thanks for that. (laughs) And I 
already feel old. So like, sorry. No. <laughs> hey, the good news is it's going to be over at some point. That's the best news. Uh, no. So $149. Now, by the way, every time you're over 40 now and you get a pain, like in the left side of your chest, you like, is this it? Dude, I already think that. Like sometimes it hurts different and I'm like, mm, that's a new one. And it's like, <laughs> what is it in uh in face off where he's like ready for the big ride, baby? Like I'm I'm like, let's hey, let her rip. <laughs> so I'm looking at uh, the map, the seat map. Can you believe that yes. the upper 208 row 15, two tickets to rage against the machine and run the jewels i've never heard of these people before really ten thousand nine hundred fifteen dollars what to see a no. an anarcho they're not are they anarcho-communists are that they alleged right no i'm looking i don't, I don't know um the middle m125 row 12 is one thousand five hundred ninety eight dollars so tommy morello and zach de la rocha and the other two goofballs that are in the band, they're going to sing about communism, and they're going to charge you that kind of money to sit in a... Now, mind you, their, their defenders would be like, well, what are they supposed to do? I'll tell you what they're supposed to do. They're not supposed to play for that kind of money unless they're giving it away to charity. If you're going to live by your principles, let's have some. I don't have any, so I, I could... I, I, not they, sing, they sing about communism, but they're more akin to champagne socialists. There you go. And the, and the terrible part is, I thrift, right? It, 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 Big time. Tommy Morello writes op eds for the New York Times, which is the periodical of the ruling class. Literally, Walter Durante, the guy who was the the uh, the um, uh, the New York Times guy in the Soviet Union, covered for Stalin and said there is no famine. Walter Durante, he won a Pulitzer Prize. Okay. A guy, an apologist for a mass murderer. That'd be like somebody who went over for CBS News to the Third Reich and said, there's no camp in, in Poland. What, Auschwitz? There's Six no million is a lot, Jay. <laughs> Seven, <laughs> Seven million Ukrainians in one year beat that. And then, oh, yeah. and then Mao, Mao Zedong was like, no problem. <laughs> See, that, okay, that's the thing, like... <laughs> Because, okay, so high school, <laughs> they covered Hitler, like, extensively, and even then it still wasn't enough, probably. And then, like, I didn't learn much about Stalin and anything that happened in the Soviet Union, probably, until I met you. And it's like, I still know fucking nothing about China and, like, Mao. Because, like, they, they I, there was a picture of Tenement, Tenement Square in one history book that I had, and then, like, they never talked about it ever again. Yeah, once Nixon went over there after, and mind you, Nixon went over there. Forrest Gump went over there and played ping pong, yes. Correct. That's the <laughs> falling of relations began with Comrade Gump uh, going over there. Uh, ping pong champion, uh, world champ, number one. But yeah, so, you know, and like, if they're going to come to Cleveland, and the thing is, is like I said, the, some of their songs are banging. Like, they, there are some awesome tunes. Like, Oh, yeah. Separate I, the art from the artist, Jay. Come on. I'm having a hard time. Miller was a painter. Come on. Oh, you, you got watercolor in your. I don't see any on your family room over there, guy. You better hang that thing up. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, at a party, like sipping some wine, being like, "Yeah, you see that? That's an original Hitler." <laughs> 
are. We're doing it. Like I'm. <laughs> Like uh, putting it above my dinner table, people would be like, "Oh, that's a lovely watercolor." Who did it? Uh, this he's an obscure artist from Vienna. Uh, his name was um, uh, Hitler. Uh, Adolf. Uh, yeah. Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> so I figure after after dinner uh, we could do something cool, like smoke a cigarette or something. Sell, make some <laughs> NFTs out of it. <laughs> sell them to crypto bros on the internet. I'm not kidding. I'm gonna do it. I, and my. You know, <laughs> My mother, who is who, who paints a little bit, she would probably come in and be like, oh, "God, that's lovely! Like, where did you find that?" And like, and I'm gonna be like, "Austria." Uh, it's part <laughs> of the Third Reich collection. Some guy named Adolf. Like, you know what? If you didn't tell the last name, she'd be like, "Oh, that's lovely, honey." Yeah, and, it was probably a common name, right? Like, come on. Yeah, like like Frank Frank Smith. I mean, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, Adolf. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how dare we make fun of? Well, yes, we dare because no, nobody cares. What are you gonna do? I, I'm, yeah, I'm, a very, very common name, much like Gunther, <laughs> <laughs> or like Eichmann. <laughs> he was a World War One veteran. You know, Goebbels. Very, very common. <laughs> was yeah. How dare you? You know, support our troops. His art actually isn't that bad. No. <laughs> He's more talented than a lot of shit that I've seen. I'm going to show you. Well, yeah. You can't say that. No, no, you can't. Yes. And it's like, I wouldn't. Like, not really bad do. for a syphilis-ridden meth addict, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not, I mean, that's not that bad. Can you imagine if they, that's, this isn't the art school of Vienna material, though. Let's be fair. This is kind of like, this is the Brown Mackey College of, of painting. <laughs> Brown Maggie College of Painting. Like, seeing as how, you know, he... It's like, uh, I titled this painting, uh, No Jewels by the Riverside. It looks like <laughs> something you'd put on an old, like an old knitted blanket. You know what I mean? It's like kind of faded. Your family's had it forever. And it's like yeah. the most comfortable one. And you lay under it when you're <laughs> sick, watching movies at like two in the morning, drinking ginger ale. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no Jews by the Riverside. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh that's uh, i've heard all week no oh, geez, by the, that was that was really good yeah that was really good so yeah so i'm gonna hang one of those up for thank <laughs> just for the reaction i thought that it's a great conversational piece you thought what i thought that they would maybe be a little bit like dark or you know but like they're actually just nice paintings i no, I expected maybe something abstract. Maybe I I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I didn't expect. Nope, it's just scenic shit and yeah. You got Heinrich Himmler's great granddaughter over here running interference. Coming. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 just saying. I'm, I'm no, they're not of, bad. Like they're... look at this one. Like this one is kind of really nice. What actually. is it? A Polish forest? I don't know what it is. It looks like a castle of some sort. Uh, it's like we call this one uh, the hills are alive with the screams of the Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> right behind that's just a giant hole. Yeah, just yeah. A, with filled with bodies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's fertilizer. It's yeah. fertilizer. Come on. No, that's crazy. It's like the castle is built on what some would call a mass grave. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. No, I mean, it's too bad he didn't get accepted into the college. We, we might have been. But again, that's not it's all Gabriella Prince's fault anyway. So he's a <laughs> fucking cocksucker. I'm not a fan. Is there anything big before that? Like, really? Other than like 
I guess, the founding of the nations that were involved. Well, I mean, like, you have... Okay, well, there was no unified Germany until 1870, and that was the Franco-Prussian War, which was uh, the Empire of Germany was declared at the Palace of Versailles, um, and that's when they united all the because the different states like Bavaria had its own uh, kingdom, all of these confederations. It was called the Confederation of the Rhine after a while. Uh, there were all these different principalities, and the Prussians came down and united the entire country. The one that was contracting. There were two empires that were kind of contracting a little bit one more so than the other was the ottoman empire was on its way out there was no because they had lost two uh, wars in the balkans prior to world war one in 1912 and 1911 i think they fought two wars because greece kicked them out the bulgarians kicked them out like because people forget how i mean and it's crazy anytime and i don't mean this to be disrespectful but if you hear a muslim crying the blues that their people are under attack bitch you were at the gates of vienna twice your people almost took all of europe like i don't want to hear any crying <laughs> you almost had it twice you almost had and then if you don't count the battle of portier in 7-11 where charles martel the hammer beat them in france they, you know they owned spain uh, for almost 700 years. The Moors. I don't want, yeah, I don't want the to hear moves. that. Yeah, the, the Moors. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the moobs. The, the, the moobs. The, 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 the man boobs. Um, you know, no, Seinfeld, dude, come on. Uh, it's the moobs. The, the latest Seinfeld I saw was where he got the two-line telephone. Uh, that was um, where yeah, the, they could hear him say stuff on the other line. That was pretty good. Um, and, oh, man. No, wait. The latest one was him and George. They, they thought they were gays. Uh, the, the reporter from the NYU uh, paper came. <laughs> oh, yeah. They accused Elaine of having a real acid tongue lately. I've been enjoying it immensely. And how they pitched their show of Seinfeld within the show of Seinfeld about being nothing, which is a show within a show of the same material, which is... It gets more ridiculous every time I watch it. Like, it's... Oh, it's great. It's great. So uh, getting back all the way, I know that we just did, I know I'm going to get yelled at. We can't keep, keep a thought. Um, I'm recovering from dysentery. Fuck you. Um, but I Literally shit his brains out. Thank you. Literally. They're growing back. They're, yeah. they're growing back. I don't think they're Jew horns right here. Um, <laughs> we're never going to be on YouTube ever again. Who cares? And <laughs> we get we get better views on bit shoot anyway. I don't care. Right. Um, but so Conrad Trump is coming back. DeSantis is going <laughs> to run. And Joe Biden, the uh, derelict, who apparently there was a big flub. He went to Israel and he confused everybody with fist bumping. Um, I, I'm not sure what like. Oh, is that the video of him where he's literally asking like, "What do I do now?" He's like standing there like at the end of some fucking. No, it's I... this one. The, the Israel thing happened, I think, today. Okay. It happened today. This is an entirely no another incident you're talking about. Jesus. But along yet, a, yet another gaffe by the Biden family. I mean, how many did they get though? Like, weren't they trying I, to remove Trump for being crazy? Rats. Like, and now it's like this like guy's Joe literally like, talking about how Mexicans are like as unique as breakfast tacos, and we got Hunter Biden with fucking whores and crack cocaine getting leaked from his iCloud, and now you got fucking Biden fist bumping people in Israel. Like, uh, Mr. President, uh, we're in Israel, uh, not LA. Uh, you might want to <laughs> cool it. You might want to cool it. Somebody send in the Easter bunny. <laughs> <laughs> That's still one of my most favorite things ever. When he's <laughs> railing on Afghanistan and they were like, 
sending the bunny, and then the bunny, <laughs> hey, Joe! <laughs> and he's like, oh, hey, yeah. It was like your grand, like it was your grandpa still talking about, uh, you know, whatever, like how much he, he enjoyed having two water fountains is down this, in Alabama, you know? I, <laughs> I have to ask you, is this, a, is this like a skit, or did this really happen? Oh, it really happened. We covered I did not see this. Either. Yeah, yeah, this was a callback to a, a later episode. Or a, 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 a later, earlier, the future? Earlier, so a earlier. future episode? No, an earlier episode. This, earlier. If you got, if you know some shit, you better fucking tell me, like right now. You can leave it on out of my brain. I don't remember it. Oh gosh, I'm gonna have to. It was, uh, it was uh, back in April over Easter. Sir, Earth. fucked it all up, man. The cornucopia, fruit of the loom, Mandela right. effect. Guys, I say, shut up. This ain't no Mandela effect <laughs> bullshit. We saw the video of the fucking CIA fucking dude or uh, fucking. Uh, Secret Service dude in, in, in the fucking oh, like bunny pointing suit to which fucking intervening from the president, you know, because he was go, going off track. Wait, are you, what are you, are you look you looking for it, Jay? I got it. I got you, fam. Okay, thanks. I got you, fam. I got you. I hear it all the time from the youth, so I got to try to incorporate it as much as it literally feels like ashes in my mouth. So here you go, Comrade Joe. Look, he's railing on about Afghanistan. Oh, hey, oh, hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he startled him too. He's like, oh, he probably shit his pants. Right, he's like, and the bunny's like this way, Joe. <laughs> called Joe. The bunny was labeled Joe Biden's handler. <laughs> Hitler was the look at. I love that. Hey! <laughs> oh man, this is the this man has nuclear weapons at his disposal. Uh, the bunny was quick to stop the president. <laughs> the bunny it's fucking dementia patient. Look at him. He's just confused. He doesn't know where he's going. Oh, my God. I love that. This was the gift that, ca- that that gave and gave and gave. We're going to watch. Bring that. Bring that bean footage back. Uh, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> that beautiful bean. Hey, did you see his face? Yeah. when the, He was like, what are you what doing here? Fuck? <laughs> so, yeah. So that's that's what I we were talking remember about. Remember it. Yeah, Biden and his uh in the Easter Bunny. I missed that somehow, man. I, I guess so. The this Easter is, Bunny handler. Some good news uh, for those of you who are fans of uh, history, which I hope that some of you are at least listening to this. Um, as you well know, that I am an amateur historian. I I fascinated by it. It's my cup of tea. I enjoy it. Um, I don't know what kind of um, I guess you could say supernatural effects that this is going to have typically when they open tombs of pharaohs we have people that make a toilet in their pants because they're worried about the curse of the pharaoh great song by king diamond back in the day um curse of the pharaoh it's good stuff if you're into his high pitch it's not so much him singing it's the music i used to have uh, the vinyl of it until it got warped in my shed and i had to throw it out anyway it doesn't matter uh so archaeologists plan to excavate the tomb linked to king arthur so uh, Arthur Stone is a chambered stone tomb situated on a hill overlooking both the Golden Valley and the Wye Valley in Herefordshire, England. Only the larger stones of the inner chamber remain today, a place in a mound whose original size and shape remains a mystery. The chamber is formed of nine upright stones with an enormous capstone estimated to weigh more than 25 tons on top. The site dates back between 3700 BC to 2700 BC during the Neolithic period has been linked to King Arthur since the 13th century AD. 
Legend claims that Arthur defeated a giant at the site who left an impression on the quoit stone as he fell. Other legends suggest that the tomb is a marker of one of Arthur's great battles or that the impressions were left by Arthur himself when he knelt there to pray. I guarantee you it is not that one. Uh, more recently, though, the author C.S. Lewis based uh, the stone on which Aslan the lion is sacrificed, the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe on Arthur Stone in his book that he wrote. Um, I, what the hell was it called? Um, Narnia. That was it. Okay. As part of a joint project between the English, Her English Heritage and the University of Manchester, archaeologists are removing turf for the first time to expose the underlying uh, tomb and record any archaeological remains. The previous excavations conducted south of the monument by the University of Manchester and the University of Cardiff uh, revealed that the monument originally extended into a field to the southwest and been taken the form of a low turf mound with rounded ends. So... Maybe King Arthur's ghost, something exciting happening in England. It doesn't have to be Pharaoh's this time. Maybe King Arthur coming around. And by the way, I have not seen it yet. If anybody knows if Sir, uh, uh, what is it, Sir Gowan and the Green Knight is out yet, please let me know because I need to watch that again. We went as uh, as a gang. Um, I know that uh, Brian came and uh, Angel came. We watched it. It was one of the. It was an excellent piece of filmmaking and storytelling. Mm -hmm. It was excellent, and it got derided by casuals who were like, didn't have enough action in it. Well, clearly, you need to read a book because it's a story. It's a story, you dick. They think they're going to watch the Lord of the Rings every time. That's why we have Peter Jackson's interpretation. You watch that if you want that kind of excitement, and I will. It the was extended exciting because you never knew what you didn't know what no, was going to happen. It like... was exciting. Speaking, yeah, of... it was a it was a trippy movie, dude. It was great. It was great. There are literal giants in it. It's fantastic. It's a lot it of fun. Awesome. It was a lot of fun. Here's the other one. Uh, the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power are coming out. I don't know if anybody saw the trailer for it. I'm trying not to get excited because I don't want to be let down. I'm okay? excited. What I understand is that Amazon doesn't have the rights to Tolkien's work. This is based off of the, uh, the, the appendix. The appendices. There yeah. we go. So I don't know what we're going to see. And Peter it's Jackson basically cliff notes about the second age. I don't know if that's going to do it for me, dude. I really don't. We, I, I like, I hate to rain on everybody's parade. I just don't, I don't think it's going to be good because they're taking like way too many liberties um, and just making shit up. Um, and like a lot of like hardcore, like Tolkien fans are pretty pissed off. And the dwarf uh, women don't have beards that right. And, and, and like, I understand that Peter Jackson omitted some things and took sure. a couple liberties here and there. And that does kind of come with the territory of adapting such a large volume of literature into a movie. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, movies and, and books definitely play out differently. Uh, but for the most part, uh, Peter Jackson did those movies, you know, in reverence or with respect to there Tolkien is. and his lore. And I just don't, I don't trust modern woke Hollywood to not make stupid changes that are unnecessary. Agreed. Um, I just, I just, I don't, I don't have any, 
I don't have any hope that it's going to be good. I'm going to attempt to watch it. And if it winds up being good, I'll be pleasantly surprised. And if I think it's good, I'll be honest and I'll say it's good. But I just don't have I don't have high hopes. I don't. No, and, and, and rightfully so. And rightfully so. So I, I man, I, I, I'm cautiously optimistic about it. I, I, I truly am. But I just don't know if I'm going to be let down. And that's the problem. When's it come out? Uh, uh, September, I think. Yep. Yep. So just a couple of months away. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say. I, I really don't know what to say. I don't. I don't know what we're gonna see. And I'm ex. I the thing is, is I got super stoked for it because anything. Here's the thing too. Perhaps we've also had it ruined for us. Because Peter Jackson, and I only think Peter Jackson, excuse me, I think Peter Jackson was the only one who could have pulled off what we saw on on celluloid. I I honestly believe that. I don't think anybody else could have accomplished the job better than him. So I don't know who these people are. I don't know who these people are. I don't know if they're going to do a good job, if they are going to do justice to his work. No, I'm not excited at all. Well, I... I, Is there a part of you that like kind of hopes it's bad? So that way... Okay. No, no, I don't want it to be bad. Like I want it to be. I want it to be good. God yeah. damn it! Like I want good. Uh, excuse me. Like a good <laughs> Tolkien a show based on Tolkien lore. Like I, I want it to be fucking good. I just, I just don't think it's gonna be. Like I, I, I really don't. Like I said, if it winds up being good, cool. I'll be pleasantly surprised. But I, I just don't. I don't I, think it's gonna be good. I have my Do doubts. you think it'll be good for people who? aren't um as well familiar with tolkien lore yes yeah probably it'll probably be good for someone that isn't familiar with it all but if you're someone that's familiar with the lore um like i I would be a liar if i said i'm super familiar with it but i'm not I'm, i'm i'm beyond the stage of a normie uh you know, so I know enough that like I could probably pick it apart, and I and I do the same thing with like Marvel movies and shit. Like I'll pick it apart. Like I can't help it because I'll be like, that's not how it was in the comics. This is how what it wasn't. Prize possessions, and it's hardbound and it's uh, it's illustrated. Like I I, I adore his work. Like I'm a huge fan. Uh, like I mean I mean look, and we got smog. In the page here, like this, this is this is a fucking book right here. See, now this is what I'm talking about. I love it. This isn't mine. No, I know. Who's, I know. <laughs> she is also nervous about the show, from what I have been told. Great minds think alike because we all want justice to be done. Because I tell you what, there's few movies that can get me emotional every single time I watch it, and uh, the the two and people can crap on uh, the Hobbit all they want to. That part where Thorn Oakenshield dies on the ice, I, I have to think about something else. It's casted perfectly. The way Peter Jackson presented it, it's a masterpiece. And, of course, the original trilogy, I mean, Jesus, like, it's a perfect movie. It's a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. It really Return is. Return of the King is a perfect film. And it's extended edition, extended edition or GTFO. I agree completely. There is no other edition. It's extended or go fuck your mother. I think I've watched the extended, but I'm not really sure what the difference is. Uh, well, like an additional 40 minutes of fucking movie. <laughs> like, it's basically like just scenes. Or, like, I can't tell you right off the top of my head 
like what's different but okay like certain scenes are just longer yeah um, I'd have to probably uh, rewatch certain certain other things that were added for contextual reasons. It's just a like, lot of them standing there staring at each other like this, right? Just... Well, if you read if you read some of like forty minutes, Tolkien, <laughs> it adds up. You can describe a mountainside over an entire chapter mm-hmm. because the the terrain, the environment becomes a character itself, and that's oh, like Vietnam. Yeah, really. Yeah, really. <laughs> But that's part of his genius. I was going to say Fangorn Forest, but okay, Vietnam. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the only person that I could think of that does that, at least in the modern era, is, um, uh, was it, how do you pronounce his name? Uh, Genny Tartakovsky? Is that how you? Oh, Gendy Tartakovsky. Yeah. Samurai Jack Jack and uh, Fang. Oh, my God. Or whatever, Primal. 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 The environment also become characters. They had me cry. There's no like spoken word in Primal. No, dude. And it's and it's and it's a great like visual story. You need to you need to jump in on that right away. It's on HBO Max. Okay, I don't have that. (laughs) I do. So you come to my house. Okay. I can lend you my login if you're interested. Dude, it is. I didn't watch it. And Christopher got me in the first right away. Sad stuff happens immediately. And then you're hooked. The story hooks you. Amazing. How, what, so, how old is it? How, like, what format is it? Primal? Primal, yeah. It's not that old, honestly. Is it animated or is it? Yeah, it's animated. It's animated. Yep. Let me, uh, well, you know, while we're here, I want to go ahead and grab something. Here for you guys, uh, for those of you who are not, you know, the four and a half of you that actually listen to this thing. Hey, we gained half a person in this episode alone. That's it's, progress. It's pretty new. 2019. Okay. Let me see here. Hold up. There's a season two coming. How old is that? July 21st. 11 more episodes. I did not know that. That's in a week. I thought it was a one and done type of thing. No, let's hope not. No, it isn't. There's a season two coming in just several days. That's exciting. The several days. Yeah, eight days. July twenty second. Oh my gosh. July twenty second. So this is the animation that you're looking. Oh for. shit! Okay, I've seen this somewhere. Yeah, probably in commercials and stuff. But the dude who did Samurai Jack does this. Okay. He also did the original Clone Wars animated series, uh, or micro series, I should say, on Cartoon Network. So yeah, so this is this is um, what you're looking at, and he, this dude, uh, his name is Spear, and his best pal becomes this T Rex that's Fang, and uh, they kind of team up together, and they kind of survive together and become pals. And it's pretty rad. It's very violent. It's very bloody, which means it's a lot of fun if you're, you know, you know, just just regular person. But yeah, like he's drinking this this shaman stuff, and he kind of goes literally crazy. And it's it's super fun. It's 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 a lot of fun. Yeah, you would enjoy it immensely. It's got a great story for not having any dialogue. It has a ama- it has an amazing story. Well, that's how you know they did a good job. And yeah, you don't I, have to say words, and you can understand what's going on, like the animators, the everything. Yeah, is there music to it? Yeah, there's definitely okay. to it, but I, I'm not being able to run it through here. But uh, right. but yeah, you you would enjoy that immensely. It it really is. It's a good time, 
and it's awesome that we're getting another season of it. Uh, there so were Gendy Tartakovsky also did Dexter's Lab. Oh, that was my shit when I was a kid. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Omelette du fromage. Yeah. Omelette <laughs> du fromage. Talk about making me walk back in time. Jesus. Um, yeah, I was a young man when that came out. A young, young man. So when it first came out, I was still pretty young. But I mean, I'm a grown ass man and I still watch cartoons. So if you judge me, kiss my ass. That's not that's not going to happen here, my friend. <laughs> not gonna happen here. But yeah. So that's that's exciting. Uh, the Obi-Wan series obviously concluded since the last time we all chatted. Um, and they're not there's not going to be a season two. I know that the the people are calling for it. There is no reason for a season two. We're not getting a season two. It was not meant to be a long series like the Book of Boba Fett or the Mandalorian. But it was excellent. If you haven't seen it, take a look. It's great. Um, they did a good job with it. They've done a great job with just about everything except the movies. So, you know. There's Hope Springs Eternal. Let's see if they can get the next batch right. Probably not. I do hear that we are getting a remake of the Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, for those of you who like the game, uh, probably my favorite Star Wars series. Probably the best Star Wars video game ever made, period. Both Knights of the Old Republic and Knights of the Old Republic 2. Fantastic. Fantastic. Best, best Star Wars games in existence. I agree. I, I would die on that hill. <laughs> I agree. I give a solid silver medal to uh, Jedi Order Fallen for Fallen Outcast. I think it was. Yeah, the Jedi Knight, Jedi Outcast series, and then uh, uh, the Jedi Fallen Order that EA put out recently, um, twenty nineteen, I believe, is when that came out. Right that's, on. That's a really good fucking game too. It's good, but uh, if I could just Knights, go ahead. Knights of the Old Republic. The story is just fucking awesome. Revan's yeah. such an awesome character. Yes, that would definitely. Uh, awesome. yeah. We're hoping that Keanu Reeves plays him in a live action film. He would be perfect for Darth Revan. Um, a lot of shut up and take my money. Oh, I mean, I'm going to show up regardless of what happens. It's like when I go to the Olive Garden. I know the food's bad, but I'm still coming. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like okay. unlimited salad you your <laughs> You know, <laughs> when you hear your family, would you? Yeah. Hey, yo, can I get Damn. another basket of them breadsticks? <laughs> It's my favorite is when they come over. Uh, would you like some more bread? And I've had the tab, but like, while I'm here, you just keep it coming. Like, you don't have to ask. There's no need to ask, right? When you see the breadsticks are low, bring more. Yeah, it's, it's like, bring more. Fucking get low. <laughs> right? But it's like when my glass of iced tea is, is a quarter, uh, is, is down to a quarter full, you don't need to ask if I would like another one. Your assumption should be, I'm still parched. Refill it. Same yes. thing with the breadsticks. Mm -hmm. Refill the breadstick. Um, we've covered quite a few bases today, and uh, <laughs> um, we're going to go ahead and conclude today's. It's episode. like a, we're going to end on Olive Garden. <laughs> when you're here, you have diarrhea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I'm. So no, that's Indian food. Oh, Ooh, Indian food sounds good. India, dude. I just had some Indian food. Uh, what do you get? Uh, I want to know. Last weekend, I am a big fan of chicken vindaloo. What, what do um, we flavor wise? What do we got here? Whoo, so I usually get it like medium hot, which for Indian foods, pretty, pretty hot. Um, like it's not like overbearing, but like if you're if you're the type of person that thinks black pepper's hot, this is not for you. Um, 
it's enjoyable though. But uh, the chicken vindaloo is like uh, chicken and potatoes and you know whatever the sauce is, which is any Indian food is just like a myriad of like these weird spices and flavors that for some reason like fucking taste great together. Like you're telling me there's cinnamon in this? I'm <laughs> like this is delicious. And what about you, Brian? What is your go-to? Uh, what is it like tikka masala or something? Is that tiki masala? T- yeah, that's that's pretty good. Like I, chicken, I've had a bunch chicken, of stuff lamb, I never knew the name of either. Like goat. it's just all been good. I like uh, like chana masala is pretty good. I think that's the the chickpeas with the masala sauce. And the bread is what naan. Naan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if you get naan, you got to get garlic naan. Okay. Garlic garlic really naan good. is the fucking shit. This doesn't sound too scary. I, I've had uh, curry. I've had chicken curry, which isn't bad, but it's was served with rice. Is that typical? Basmati rice. Okay. Correct. All right, because this one had like chutney sauce in it. And like, uh, so they do serve uh, like whenever we w- went there, I went to Bombay Sitar, uh, which is in Canton, like in Lake Cable area. Yeah. Um, and they're pretty decent. Uh, and they have like, it's like a, what was it? It was a mint chutney and like a tamarind uh, chutney, I believe, that they brought out with the naan. Is that place uh, right next to like a drive through liquor store? Uh, it is right next to the Circle K. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I drove past that place like like, yesterday. It's, it's so the corner, the corner of Fulton and Frank, which leads up into Belden. That place is the Circle K. And then next to the Circle K is the Bombay Sitar. It smells delicious, just like down the street. It It is. And if you like Indian food, it's really good. Samosas are really good as well. Um, They're like, it's like a pastry pocket. Guys, trip and have Indian food. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I mean, I'm, I'm. Have you guys ever heard of Mike's Place in Kent? Please. Yes. Okay. Oh, is that the place that has like the fucking X wing outside? Okay, yeah. I've been there. Have you been there? Okay. Oh yeah. I had we, uh, my lady friend and I went there over just this past weekend, and for an appetizer they have Reuben sauerkraut balls. Ooh, dude! They had those. They were like sauerkraut balls with chopped up corned beef, some shredded uh, Swiss, and then just a light drizzle of the Thousand Island dressing over top. Talking that's, about giving a motherfucker the food hornies like that shit's that's good. right up my alley. I want like, to eat right now. I'm gonna have to eat more before I go to sleep tonight. Like my nipples are getting hard <laughs> thinking about it. Like not gonna lie. I get the Mister Good Cat there. That's uh, the the burger with the pulled pork. Uh, see, I tried the one I got was called Sabrina's Demented Friends, and it had bacon, peanut butter, and apple butter on it. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I haven't had apple butter in like ten years. Holy shit! For real? I forgot that shit existed. Yeah, apple butter's the shit. Oh, you know, oh it's so good. Love it. Like where you're closer to Amish country than we are. Oh, I know. I never got like I was. Uh, my grandmother made it, and like I fucking oh, okay. haven't had that shit in so fucking long. And like she probably still makes it. I just haven't. Like we got to stop by grandma's. Yeah, what's up with grandma and the apple butter? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say if if that's troublesome, you can always just go to Cracker Barrel. <laughs> so much, so much to do, and there's so little time. I never oh, have enough. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking, taking the back the street? Ice cream. You'll never know if you don't go. 
I'm totally lost, but I but it's I, Smash I, Mouth, dude. Smash Come Mouth, on. Man. Oh. Hey now. Hey now. <laughs> Have you seen Shrek? Well, yeah, but also Shrek came out when Get your I, game on. Play. What was it? Two thousand one. Yeah, I was drinking heavily in two thousand and one, and then I became a father pretty quickly. I was in kindergarten. I know it's a cool place. I know. Thanks. The world ended in two thousand and one. I still remember nine eleven. I still remember the playground. What a day. I'll never forget. I, I we talk about it all the time, man. But I I still remember being stuck in the Exchange Street parking deck in Akron, listening to it on the radio, and Howard Stern going crazy. I was in math class, and nobody would tell us anything. Oh. I didn't know what happened until I got home. I was stuck in that in that goddamn parking. They closed the university. They closed the entire university, and they told everybody to go home. So it took two hours for me. So all I did, I couldn't leave. Because everybody was leaving the parking deck, the city was emptying, mm-hmm. and I'm just sitting on uh, outside of my car listening to Howard Stern and like hot boxing camels, just smoking, smoking, smoking. That sounds fucking horrible. Now they didn't even close the schools or anything. So many people are like, "Yeah, they closed the schools," and our parents came and picked us up. And I'm like, they made us stay in school all day. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're fucking learning, all right? Yeah. <laughs> We're doing new math. Uh, no, there was this, the, the cool thing was, this is, Jesus, uh, 21 years ago. And Paul B. will know what I'm talking about. I think so. Uh, Ray knows what I'm talking about. There was this place at the University of Akron that was called, ironically, this was the food court. It was called the Chuckery. Okay. Not necessarily a name you want to give, but the university is known for making a series of very poor decisions. Mm-hmm. And this is just one in a, in a myriad of bad choices. And they named it the Chuckery. So you go into this place. It was dark. The floor was sticky. There was a McDonald's to the left. There was a pizza place that served uh, uh, egg rolls to the the left. And they had a place you could get beer on tap. And then over Carroll Street, there was this. There was this. uh, It went over like a bridge, but it wasn't a bridge. It was kind of like the. It was the smoking section. So my friends and I would go all the way to the back and get. We'd get McDonald's and we'd go all the way back and I'd smoke half a pack of cigarettes talking about Karl Marx, talking about communism. Just like I thought I was a revolutionary in a Parisian cafe. Meanwhile, I was stuck in a shithole in Akron, just getting cancer. You know, What's the difference, you know, like there is a difference. Stuck in a shithole in Akron. <laughs> at least it's sexy in Paris. Like, right. You're like sitting there right. and you're like, oh, yes, I believe that the workers should own the means of production. Well, yes. And it's supposed uh-huh. to smoke in there. Yeah. <laughs> That French fat Albert? <laughs> Albert. You call me fat, Brian? No, the impression. I'm, just, I'm fucking with you. I am fat. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm sitting in the chuckery with, you know, the chuckery. massive cup of high CRs. Like, you know, it has. Oh. It was the best, right? That was the best. God damn. I'm just hot boxing and I got a, my copy. I got this guy. I have. I had it with me. I, st- I still have it. <laughs> Reading and I'm smoking. I'm like. Uh, I'm like. Nothing is easier than to give the Christian, like you know, a socialist uh, tinge. Uh, blah 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 blah. And like, I'm reading this, and my my friends are like, "We just eat like the nuggets, and just can you not talk?" But they didn't. They were so kind. They didn't say anything. They didn't make fun of me. They should have. They would have cured me of my disease. Like, can we just uh, eat nuggets and you shut the fuck yeah. up, Jay? Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. I'm having I'm having camels 
eating at McDonald's while I'm talking about communism, and I don't see what's happening. I'm imagining this is like a Tarantino film, like a soft open, like to like almost like Pulp Fiction, like in the cafe or the diner, whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, the honey bunny sitting across from me. Yeah. <laughs> Reach in there and get the wallet. Yeah, tell me about it says bad motherfucker on it. <laughs> fuck, I used to have that wallet. You did? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I was like six years ago. That's weird. Well, we should get it back. All right. That's enough for today. Yeah. Anybody else have anything else before I wrap up? No, love you guys. All right. Okay. Well, That's hold it. on. Hold on a second here. I mean, I mean, let's. That's slow all down. I have to say is I love. Oh, okay. Because I thought you were. Because I have things to talk about here. All right. I know so, you got the soap and. Uh, I got I got lots of ads to talk about here. Um, you know, a lot of interesting things that are happening. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank our sponsors, which of course Nexus.com, Ray Faba Fine Art and Design from the Great Lakes. I paint aquamarine accidents or happy accidents at Team Mandalore, who does keep cycling very weird. Uh, there is going to be a very exciting thing that they're doing out in. Um, I'm trying to get the ad ready for everybody right now. Uh, what they're going to be doing, there's a ride event that they're going to have um, that they're asking us. I'm going to put up information about it, you know, as we get um, as I'm trying to find it while I'm talking here. And it's out called the McLean Farm Gravel Ride, which is August 27th, 2022. I may or may not be there. Uh, the holler ride is 37 miles. The dude is 67 miles and the country mile is a hundred miles. Okay. Oh, shit. Yes. Uh, there's a you'll laugh. You'll cry. You'll understand what it really means to keep cycling weird. Um, so get out there. If you're interested in this sort of thing, there'll be a post on the use guys in that page um, just to support our friends out there. But ladies and gentlemen, of course, speaking of supporting our friends and their bowel health, as you could tell, I am back in the saddle. And there's many reasons why I'm back in the saddle. I, I have a spouse who took care of me and helped me stay hydrated because I got severely dehydrated twice. Uh, not good. Uh, but after you are sick of your stomach for several days in a row, naturally, you're going to start to smell really bad. Okay. The sweating from the fever sweats, um, you know, oh, that's a whole, that's a thick sweat. That's a thick sweat. And it's been hot lately. A bit of heat, you know, a bit of heat around here. It's, it's been hot. I took Todd's gay soap to the bathroom. I'm not going to say whether or not I was cured of the rotavirus by Todd's gay soap, but I will say it was a contributing factor in helping myself recover because once I started feeling fresh and clean in the shower. So I, fresh and so clean. So fresh, so clean. Dare I say gay, giddy, you know. Uh, gay. <laughs> uh, I started to get my uh, I started to get my mojo back. You start feeling like your old self again, because Todd's Gay Soap has the power to clean the dysentery from your body. You know what I mean. So you have the fever sweats going on. You stink. You know how you have to wash all of your stuff, like whatever you slept in. You know your blanket, whatever. Throw everything in there. You need to throw yourself in the washer too, but not just with any detergent that's going to be harmful to your skin. You're going to want to use Todd's Gay Soap. Why? Because Todd's Gay Soap is in fact medicine for your body your skin is an organ you need to treat it like that you wouldn't just you know shove detergent up your asshole maybe you would but you shouldn't you should shove todd's gay soap up your asshole because it's natural ingredients that will keep it clean and fresh if you have the norwalk or the norovirus you're trying to kill that virus inside your ass ladies and gentlemen my friend todd is here to help you with his natural gay soaps cold press from gay hands to your soft supple ass uh, because todd's gay soap is in fact 
Thanks, everybody. It's good to be back. Good to see everybody. Love you all. Take care. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. Peace.